And then ultimately there came a moment where I was offered a job and had to decide, do I want to go back to the full-time job or do I want to, you know, to continue to have this this sort of more independent, flexible life? And um, I opted for option B, and uh, 18 years later, I'm still here. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Well, welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. Today, I'm lucky enough to have two amazing jumpers on the phone. And actually, I'm saying on the phone because they are located in Massachusetts. Is that both correct, ladies? That's correct. That is correct. Okay. Um, I'd like to introduce Marty Bus Smith and Mary Lay Borden of Metal Creative. Hello, ladies. How Hello. are you? Sounds like we have another little friend on the phone. <laughs> That's that's the joy of working from home. Is sometimes the dog doesn't uh, doesn't cooperate when you're on a phone call. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because in my studio office where I'm doing my interviews locally, I have a bird's nest, um, like kind of in a vent. So uh, lately, the few interviews I've been doing this week, I have a lot of birds chirping. So we welcome all animals to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, okay. Well, thanks so much, ladies, for joining. I'm really excited to have you here. Uh, Metal Creative is something that you both um, are part of. So I want to kind of just take a step first and let uh, each of you talk about your family and kind of what you did before children. So, Marty, do you want to take a start? Sure. So I have been working in the ad agency world, um, you know, essentially all of my career. And when I was, before I had children, um, I was doing the agency life and, You know, it involved a lot of travel. It involved a lot of late nights, um, you know, 60-hour work weeks. And it just, you know, it became clear to me that I, you know, probably couldn't sustain that kind of lifestyle while having a family as well. Um, Right. I have – I now have two of my own boys and three stepkids um, and, you know, working 60 hours a week and traveling and – managing the home and all of that just wasn't really going to be a reality. And so I was lucky enough to be 
um, you know, in contact with Marilei and her agency. And so what I did is joined, um, I essentially left my full-time job to become a consultant. And Marilei was one of my first clients and one of my, you know, and still has been, we've been working together now. Um, I jumped 14 years ago. Wow. So it's been, um, yeah, actually it might be 15 now that I think about it. But yes, I jumped quite a while ago and it was, um, you know, a little scary move at the time because I did leave a full-time job. Um, but, you know, since then I have managed to, you know, from a standpoint of generating business and clients, I have been consulting um, mostly part-time since um, since 2004. That's great. Um, and what about you, Marilei? What did you do before being a mother? So actually, Marty and I worked at an agency together. So we, I came from the agency world as well, um, you know, super high-pressure, high-volume, busy life. Um, <laughs> yes. But I, I say that I actually, I sort of waited more than I jumped um, because I actually started out on my own um, before I became a mother, but with the knowledge that I was hoping to become a mother in the near future. Yes. Um, and so things changed for me career-wise. Uh, our agency shut its doors. I was sort of freelancing, looking for another job. And in the midst of that and the experiences I had while I was freelancing, I sort of realized it was a, a lifestyle that I liked and that it was I was setting myself up um, by working for myself. I was setting myself up to be in a good position to have kids and, and live that life. And so um, it, it happened, it was less of a jump and more of a, uh, a careful process um, where I, you know, tested the waters and was able to, lucky enough to be in a situation where I sort of was able to feel it out as I went and uh, and then ultimately there came a moment where I was offered a job and had to decide, do I want to go back to the full-time job or do I want to, you know, to continue to have this, this sort of more independent, flexible life? And um, I opted for option B, and uh, 18 years later, I'm still here. And I have two kids that uh, now have two kids that are um, uh, almost 16 and almost 13. Wow. Um, that's great. I actually have a similar story to you, I think, because I left my corporate PR job way before I even had a boyfriend, but I just knew like I could never sustain a job like that with kids, so I I decided to start consulting, and it really just worked well for me, and I was able to keep it going through the children, which is nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, for me and for a lot of other mothers out there, I've struggled with going back to PR because I just don't love it, and it takes a lot out of you, even as a part-time person. Um, so that's part of why I started Mother Jumpers because I'm trying to explore like what other people have done. For both of you, I'd like to ask: um, Have you found that after motherhood, you still are feeling joy in your work, and you know, you feel like you're you're able to jump into it and really um, walk away at the end of the day and say, this was, was what I was happy doing today. Uh, I'll go first, and I'll, I'll answer that, that, you know, I, and Marilee and I, we, we do a lot of, you know, obviously for our work, we do a lot of instant messaging and a lot of these conversations we have as well. But for me, it's been really rewarding to be able to be both having a career that gives me some personal satisfaction, but also having the flexibility where, uh, you know, when there's an event at the school, I can be a part of that as a volunteer. And I'm, you know, I do a lot of community service work. Um, I'm in, involved with our education foundation. I'm involved with the clothing bank. I work with Ronald McDonald House and all of that helps me be sort of holistically happy, which I think always makes you a better mother. Um, when you're, 
happy and feeling personally fulfilled in all aspects of your life and being part-time but still having a career and um, and still contributing professionally is such a great benefit. And then, you know, we always joked, especially, you know, now it's a little different that our kids are older, but, you know, when our kids are younger, it's a lot harder to be with kids sometimes and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, basing your whole day's happiness on the behavior of a two-year-old is kind of a, a real crapshoot. So we're, we were always able to, hey, if I had a really bad day as a mom, at least I had a really good day as a professional, or if I messed up that meeting, hey, my, my kid did something awesome. So you really get to sort of balance that, that personal happiness. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, yeah. How about you, Marilee? I, I would say I, I, agree, I totally agree with Marty, although I would certainly say there are days <clears throat> where, um, where it's really hard. And there's days where, you know, you're trying to focus on your kids, but you can't put your work away. Um, or you're trying to focus on your work, but you can't put your kids away. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's it's uh, it, it, can, it can be challenging. And there's days where I find, you know, gosh, I really, I would love to um, not work another day in my life. And and especially now that my kids are older, I have the life of leisure of some of my friends who are, you know, going to <laughs> yoga in the morning and 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 uh, just all volunteer and have those sorts of opportunities. So there's certainly days when I. Um, when I, you know, wish that I wasn't working. That said, I think overall I would be entirely unfulfilled um, if I was not working and I wasn't contributing and I wasn't intellectually stimulated and motivated and, um, you know, engaging with different people. And and the beauty of our job, uh, too, and the business that we run is that um, it's hard to get sick of because I do something different almost every day. Mm. And especially running my own business, I would say, and I think Marty would probably agree with this, is that, you know, one day I'm doing graphic design and the next day I'm doing bookkeeping and the next day I'm invoicing and the next day I'm doing strategy and the next day I'm doing new business. So right. we wear a lot of hats and that keeps it really interesting, I think, because it's just not the same thing day after day. Yeah. I think that's really important for mo- a lot of moms. You know, I think they want to find balance. They want to be able to have that moment to contribute and and do something with their brain and be outside of the house but also be able to come back and be available to the kids when, you know, they're in need or picking up at school or going to school for a concert or something or a game. And that's really the ultimate goal, I feel like, in my mind as a mother who also wants to work, but for a lot of moms. And it sounds like you both are able to find that balance. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I think – Maybe soon corporate America is going to catch up to what's going on here. And, and Marilee and I have found this in the, in the, in a lot of the people that work with us in our agency work is there's a lot of really, really smart women with a lot to contribute to the economy and to all sorts of industries that aren't willing to, um, you know, completely quote unquote lean in and go a hundred percent on a career. And there's opportunities to really tap into that human capital that exists out there for organizations. And I think they're starting to figure that out and starting to say, hey, let's be a little bit different in how we think about our workforce and what it looks like and what flexibility means and what it means to balance, you know, family and work. The other thing I would say, the other thing I would say, and and um, maybe we have this unique opportunity because we work for ourselves, but we've learned over time to not be apologetic for mm-hmm. who we are and the lives that we lead, and that's, that's worked out all right for us because we because when we 
because we work hard and we do good work and the clients see that, that when we say, sorry, I can't take, you know, conference calls after 3 p.m., I'm out of office, Yeah, that's, that's the way it is. And they've all learned to adjust to that because we do take conference calls, you know, anytime the rest of the day or at night if we have to after the kids are in bed. But our clients have become fairly forgiving of, you know, of those things. And occasionally we'll say, it's a, it's a snow, we have a conference call, Sorry, it's a snow day. The kids are home, so you may hear a little background noise. Or, um, and they're all, you know, they've all come to accept that. And, and as long as you're, at least we've found that as long as we're doing good work and we're servicing our clients and they're getting what they need out of us, it hasn't been a problem. But in the beginning, I think we, we felt very self-conscious about it, and we spent a lot of time trying to kind of cover up for those mom things, and we've learned to be really unapologetic about it. Yeah. I think that's super important. I think too many times, and this is a theme that's popping up a lot in my conversations with various women, is just, excuse me, the guilt that you feel uh, in general as a mother, um, but the guilt that we then feel if we go to work or if we're um, not staying at work long enough. And it's like all of these mix of emotions that happen to play into everything is really a, a huge layer to this whole working and being a mom situation. And it's so hard and complex. I just, to navigate it, it's, it's really hard. And I don't, how do you guys navigate managing that um, juggle of emotions in your life? I mean, I have I a know. mantra that I say with my kids all the time because sometimes we're rolling into a practice five minutes late or we've forgotten something or I have to do a conference call and so I can't be somewhere. And the mantra is, I'm always doing the very best I can, and that's the best we can do, any of us. And sometimes that's really great, and we're hitting it out of the ballpark, and sometimes we're not, and we miss a practice, or we're late, or we miss a deadline. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a story of, we're all, you know, knowing in your heart that you're doing the best you can. And I, I think the second thing for me is surrounding yourself with other mothers who aren't judge judgmental of the career choices that you make one way or the other stay-at-home mom full-time career part-time consulting whatever it is every one of us decides to do is supporting every woman out there and saying what you're doing is the best that you can be doing right now and good for you for doing it yeah at the same time i have not figured out the formula for getting rid of the guilt and so if anyone (laughs) out there has an idea (laughs) let me know Um, yeah it's hard it's really hard. I don't think anybody has figured it out because everybody I've spoken to has the same challenge with it. But I do think everybody's tried to figure out how to lessen the guilt or not worry as much. Um, like Marty, you said, you know, I'm doing the best job I can. Um, lessening the load of, of expectations on yourself, I think, is super important because we are doing the best job we can. So, but I, I just, it's a whole emotional element to this life is, is a, is a journey we have to figure out, I feel like. So it's, I'm always interested to see what everybody has to say about it. Um, what else? So what I also like to ask, you know, my mother jumpers who have, have found this path after motherhood that they feel happy with, what would, what tips or, or advice would you give to a mom who's sitting at home right now, maybe has, a kid that's in preschool and she's ready or, you know, they've started grammar school and they really want to do something, but they're not sure what. Could you give them some advice on how to take that next step and and move into something for themselves? 
I would say for, for, for me, it's really think creatively about packaging yourself and what you have to offer. You know, I came from the agency side, but I'm a strategist at heart. So I, you know, I worked at two organizations in the career, you know, in the span of my consulting career that were both actively hiring for a full-time marketing director. And I went in and I pitched them a different model and a different idea. And that was not a full-time person, but somebody like me. And in both cases, they bought it and it was a win for both organizations, both for the organizations and for me. And so don't put yourself in the, in the box that everybody else defines and think about what do you love to do and what, what opportunities can you create for yourself that might be outside of, you know, sort of that traditional box because a lot of organizations are open to that sort of idea, especially if you're talking on the corporate side of things. I think that's a great answer, and I think our agency is sort of a good example of that, too. So so Metal Creative was a virtual agency before virtual was really a thing. <laughs> and so, you know, I just sort of, as I said, I was freelancing, and I was bringing in talent to help me out on projects, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm sort of offering full-service agency talent here without really being an agency. What if I call this an agency, but we don't have office space, and we don't have overhead, and we don't, and more or less everybody that works for me is a stay-at-home mom or dad that works on contract. And so, again, sort of reshaping that model of, and my husband always says, why don't you go, you know, why don't you go hire people and get offices and start a real agency? And I say, no, this is this is works with my lifestyle. I don't want to be responsible for paying rent and paying salaries and paying, you know, I don't. That, that's going to get cause me too much stress, and I have enough stress in my life. So I think that's a really good point is, um, you know, reshaping what work looks like. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and I was a virtual PR agency for a while with a couple other people, so I totally understand the model. And you know, I thought about starting a PR agency, and I just the the weight of the world, like or just the bills and the, the salaries, I just couldn't even do it. <laughs> so right, right. I, so, um, I will say, you know. But I also love to talk to my mother jumpers about because you do have your kids, you have your career or, or profession that you've chosen. What do you, are you able to find time to do something for yourself? And what is it that you make sure you get into your life to find that, you know, that more of a balance that fills your cup up as well? Marty, you want to talk about our Monday nights? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our favorite guilty pleasures. We've been doing it for, gosh, I don't know six or seven years now, but Monday nights, uh, Marilei and I close ourselves off from the uh, the house into our bedrooms. We get on iMessage and we watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise or whatever is the uh, the current season. And we dish on the, on the episode, we dish about work, we dish about kids, and it's about an hour and a half uh, once a week of an, an almost an embarrassing guilty pleasure. We both say, we are all for women's rights, and, and we understand how sometimes awful the bachelor can seem. But for us, it's a release, <laughs> and it's an opportunity for us to be social and talk about work in a fun way and, um, you know, do that sort of thing. But I think it's teaching your kids. I mean, my, our kids know it's bachelor night, and this is what, what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt mom, right? That's awesome. And then I think, you know, exercise is important probably for both of us. We always carve out time to um, – to, you know, get a walk or a run or get to the gym or something that gives us a little space on our own. And that, I think that's a key part of both of our lives. Yeah. Right. And we both say we're, you know, it's advantageous to be working out of the home. It can be isolating and a lot of people, it's, it's not right for them. But for us, it's, you know, I had 
a 7.30 spin class, then I was working for a couple hours, then I had to run to the store, and now I'm on this call, and then I'll be working tonight at 8 because I had to do a couple other things this morning that, you know, weren't work-related. So we have that, uh, you know, availability to go in and out, which which is one of those nice things if you are um, home-based. Yeah, and with, for me, I've learned that with that freedom, well, once you kind of ex- experience, like, the freedom to make your own schedule in that manner, especially with children, like it's really hard to go back to a structure um, if you did have to live in, in that structural world before. But there's a lot of, <clears throat> you know, mothers that do have a career in a more corporate setting where they they have more of that structure, but they're able to make it work as well. And I'm always so impressed by that because I think the balance or just the, the ability to make everything work between the house and the job and your personal life and all of that is, is such it's such a big job. The, the other thing I would say is ask for help, you know, or use help. You know, get cleaning people and use Instacart and, you know, don't feel like you have to have a uh, homemade dinner on the table every night. You know, you can't be everything to everyone. And so you have to think about that as well. And, and it's, there's no shame in, in asking for help or using resources that are out there. That's a good point. Um, so I would just ask, um, kind of because you both are in marketing, I wanted to find out and um, share what you want about it. But what was it that, made you kind of connect to marketing as a profession and made you realize, hey, this is where I belong and I want to keep doing that? For me, it's been sort of my entire life. I've always been into um, just uh, creativity. Creativity has always been my passion, and so making things and creating things. And and I was once labeled as an idea person, and I think that's actually probably a a pretty good fit um, because I I like to uh, think of new ways to solve problems. And so that, for me, is a great – it's just a great fit for me. It it, – I get to expend my creative energy. I think it's fun. It's, you know, it doesn't feel like work to me most of the time. Um, so it's been something that I kind of knew my whole life that I was going to do. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting. I actually have kind of the opposite kind of brain as Marilee does. And I think, you know, there's, there's a reason we work so well together. And, and one of them is, is because we're so different brains. But what I love is that, you know, the strategy and the analytics and sort of that, that very black and white side of life that is, is, my, you know, sort of how I think that combined with being with people like Marilee that are so creative. I mean, I couldn't do create any of the things that she creates. And I would argue she probably uses my strategy to help her, you know, jump off is I'll say something that just doesn't sound good at all. And she turns it into something that's amazing. So it's always been a, a really cool thing for me to be, I really don't have that much of a creative been to me, but most creative, most creative thing I do in my life is cooking, which really isn't even all that creative. Um, and being surrounded by creative people is, is really, um, is really rewarding for me. That's great. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I'd love to just ask you both if there's anything else you'd like to add for the moms out there who are kind of frustrated and, and trying to figure out what's next for them. Yeah, I would just say, you know, again, I think think about your personal brand. You know, we're marketing people and thinking about your personal brand and what you bring to the table and how you're going to package that. You know, if you're a creative person who has a cool product to sell but you're afraid to jump into a store, we'll try an Etsy, Etsy site. There's lots of really cool things out there that can, 
you know, if you want to go back into the corporate world, but you're not ready to go full time, look for contract positions, cover a maternity leave, um, you know, things like that. So I think it's a question of don't let societal norms define what you want to do with your life. You can figure out what those norms should be for yourself. And, and don't be afraid. I think along those lines, don't be afraid to test the waters. So there's always ways to there's never there's never an option that you can't reverse, right? So if you take a job and you're not happy in it, you can always leave. Um but don't be afraid to, you know, just sort of start small and um and work into something and and you know, there's no failing. <laughs> this life we're all figure we're all figuring it out one step at a time, one day at a time and do what's going to make you happy. And yeah. Monica, just to jump in on that mom guilt question that you asked, one of the things that I always try to think about is I don't have daughters, I have two sons, but you know, when I think about what I want them to grow up to be, I don't want them to grow up to be the only thing that they are as a dad. I want them to grow up to be a well-rounded, happy person that has a fulfilled career and a fulfilled personal life and a fulfilled family life. And the best way we can teach our children is to model the kind of behavior and model the things that we want them to to be themselves. And so for all you moms who think, geez, I should stay at home and I should be at everything and I should do everything and I should forgo taking care of myself for the sake of my family. Look at your child in 30 years. Would you want them to forgo taking care of themselves for the sake of something else? Probably not. So it's a good way to reframe the way we think about that mom guilt. Yeah. That point, I am a big believer in making sure that my kids know other people, like, you know, they had a sitter early on. I They stay with family. They stay with friends. Like, they're pretty comfortable and in, in having um, other people around. And I think that helps get, you know, kids also used to, like, getting out there and being social and um, moving forward in the world of the professional world someday in a, in a confident manner as well. But it's the same thing in a, in a different way with you, Marty. I have two girls, and I I, I no, I don't want them thinking that all I'm doing is, you know, being their slave, basically, which is, of course, what I feel like most of the time. But, um, <laughs> you know, I want them to feel proud and want them to, of what I'm doing, but also have them say, okay, I'm inspired by mom. I want to get out there and do something for myself as well and have a forge a path that they can take care of themselves. And, I mean, that's one of the biggest, I think, challenges for women, you know, who want to be contributors to the family as well and have their own financial freedom but, you know, feel the guilt of leaving the kids, like, it's okay to be able to find something for yourself, I think. Absolutely. All right. Well, I say thank you to you both. It's been a, a pure pleasure talking to you, and I think your stories are great and will resonate with some of our audience members. Um, thank you so much. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I will. I look forward to maybe talking to you again on another episode. Thanks, Monica. That's great. Thanks for having us. All right. You guys take care. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a mother jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. 
Also, share Mother Jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Jumping forward.